Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 Hello, 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 hello. The uh, the weekend's festivities have sunk in. I feel like I have a better grip on what happened on all four games. Oh, I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. Belly up to my bar here. We're going to have a little chat today about a subject we haven't discussed yet. And what we're going to do is yesterday I broke down all four games briefly, about five, six, seven, eight minutes on each game. Um, today we're going to talk overview of free agency. Uh, Wednesday I'm going to have Kyle Krabs on from Locked On NFL Draft. Thursday will be Twitter Thursday. Friday we will be breaking down games. So. There's going to be much, much free agency talk, obviously, between now and when it breaks. And I'm thinking maybe even every Tuesday I'll take two or three position groups and really delve into them and say these could be good targets or maybe these guys stay, they go. Uh, But what I did for now is John Clayton just put out his top 50 list of impending free agents. So I just went to the link and pulled it up, and I'm going to buzz through them. And I'm not here to critique John's list. By the way, John's one of my favorite people in the business. had a lot of interactions with him. I think he's great. Uh, I'm not going to say this guy is ninth. He should be 16th on the list. I'm just making you all aware of guys whose contracts are expiring from either your favorite team or maybe your team's in the market to go grab this guy. Um, not really going to talk fits, just kind of quick overview on all those top 50 names for you to know. So without further ado, let's dig into that. All right, here is John's list. And you have to realize that some of these names are never going to become available to your favorite team, especially the ones at the top. The franchise tag is going to get, you know, divvied out to several of these players, especially at the top. Uh, teams will start negotiating with these players soon as well and some of them will get locked up to their favorite to their same team and never hit the market and there's also and this is another list that we're going to go down at some point too there's also going to be plenty of names of players whose contracts aren't up but their respective team doesn't think they're worth their current deal but because of injuries or age or lack of production or whatever so there'll be more names to add to as they get cut. And I have a pretty good list uh, from the guys over at overthecap.com that have been putting out position lists of those that are most likely to get released. Anyways, so much to do. I mean, I know everyone gets excited about the draft, rightfully so. So do I. Tomorrow's going to be a great draft show. Um, but free agency impacts the draft an awful lot. I mean, I, I hate the questions of who should my, who should my team draft in the first round? Well, you might sign a running back in the first round. You know, there's a lot to happen between now and the first round. But anyways, speaking of running backs, Le'Veon Bell is John's first UFA. That makes sense to me. He's clearly the best running back in the league. Um, I would expect the Steelers, and they've already said this, that he's probably going to get franchised. Next one on his list is Kawan Short, the defensive tackle from Carolina. 
And if you recall, when they released Josh Norman, really for no good reason, to start the season, many thought they were going to take that money and allocate it, you know, get a long-term deal done with Short, and never happened. They end up using that money basically for nothing, from what I understand. And Short, I would think, is also a franchise tag candidate. They did just franchise Norman. They're a team that will use it, I suppose, although they didn't keep him around, as I mentioned. Uh, he played really, really well, especially as the game as the season went on. Uh, he's a foundation player for them. I don't think he's leaving Carolina. Next one, Jamie Collins from the Browns, which is interesting because they traded what's going to be a when the last picks in the third round for him straight up from Cleveland, um, from the Patriots. I would also think you franchise him. I mean, you, you, he played well. You need all the help you can get on defense. They also have Terrell Pryor up, but they have so much cap space that the franchise tag wouldn't hurt them or really influence their offseason all that much. I think Collins is the guy you lock up with the franchise tag. You try to talk to both those players, try to get them both under contract. If you can only get one, you franchise the other. Uh, if you can't get any, I think you franchise Collins. Another franchise guy, another guy getting franchised sounds like, and they've already said this, is Chandler Jones with Arizona, another former uh, Patriot. I'm sure the Patriots could use both of them, but Belichick's much smarter than us. Um, he's been great. He's been great. I mean, edge pass rushers are obviously a premium and expensive, so you can see why there's no way he's going anywhere. The other one, you know, this guy's probably not going anywhere either. He was franchised last year. That's Kirk Cousins with the Skins. Um, rightfully so, you know, quarterbacks don't grow on trees. I'm not sold that he's a quote franchise top 12, 15 quarterback, but he was better this year for sure. Um, and the other, what other options do you have? I mean, I think you could win a lot of games with cousins, so he's not going anywhere. Surprisingly, the chiefs didn't lock up Eric Berry to more than this. You know, they also have Don Terry Poe up. I think he is a franchise you know, candidate, probably a strong one. I don't think you can let Barry go after it's pretty clear he's recovered from his 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 cancer situation. Playing great, great story, leader. I would think he returns as well. So here's about the list. Well, yeah, here's pretty much where things start to get a little bit hairy, where I could see these are the players that, that break the bank with a new team. Brandon Williams with the Ravens. They've had a couple young defensive tackles come on. They have so much invested in Flacco that maybe he hits the market. Is he worth a franchise tag? I mean, considering he's not much of a pass rusher, I would say probably not. But, boy, he's really good. And he's got to look at Damon Harrison and be like, man, if I can get your kind of money, I'm gone. And somebody should give him that kind of money. He is that sort of force. Uh, another Patriot free agent to be, you know, would have been Jones, would have been Collins. That's why those guys got traded. Dante Hightower, I would think that he's their top priority. Maybe a franchise candidate as well. He's also a really, really good player. Every down guy, of course. Um, I, I would be shocked if he leaves New England. That's a pretty prime situation. Uh, but he would be highly sought after. This one's interesting. Alshon Jeffrey. Been banged up. He was suspended. They drafted Kevin White. He hasn't done much of anything. Seems like there's been talk for two years that he wants out or he's not coming back. 
okay, you know, uh, do you franchise him again? I mean, they'd be pretty light at that position. You're going to count on Kevin White to be your number one. I like what Meredith did. Um, but if he hits the open market, I mean, considering what, like, Marvin Jones got last year and Sanu, he's going to get way more than that. So he's a real interesting one. Um, I, can, I can't picture this guy with another team. That's Calais Campbell with Arizona. But they got a lot invested They're gonna, you know, in other guys. There, He's up in age. He's, he's going to be 31 this year. Really good player. He's 10th on John's list. Um I would think he'll be a high priority to bring back, but Chandler Jones is going to be the franchise guy. Maybe Campbell takes a little less to return to the team he's been with, you know, his whole career. Who knows? Uh, interesting one there, though, too. I mentioned, you know, the Chiefs have an Eric Berry situation, and they also have Don Terry Poe. Um, Poe and Brandon Williams have some similarities in that they're gigantic human beings that are really good at football. Um, more run stuffers, more nose tackle types than they are uh, penetrators or, you know, three techniques. But like I said, Damon Harrison just made big money doing doing that very well. I would think Poe would be highly sought after. Another guy that I know would be highly sought after is Melvin Ingram from San Diego. I really think priority number one for the Chargers has to be to get this guy locked up. I mean, to put him off as if Bosa... Uh, prime of his career. I think Ingram's a really good player. He's going to be expensive, rightfully so. But if you're the Chargers going to a new town and you have some good things going on on, on defense, you can't allow him to walk for nothing. Uh, you just can't. you got to keep him around. Napa it takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 31 so those are your top 12. They're all going to make huge money. I would think a lot of them will not be leaving their respective teams. The ones that do are going to break the bank. Some interesting ones. Interesting, too, Stephen Gilmore in Buffalo. What kind of defense are they going to run now? Is it going to be a lot like Carolina's where they don't stress you know, a lot of resources at the cornerback position? That would be my hunch. And therefore, I think he hits the market. He's a good player. I don't think he's an elite corner. I bet somebody pays him like an elite corner. This guy is really interesting, too. And, you know, this dude's 25 years old, coming off a monster season for the Texans, A.J. Bouye. Um, people in the league have to know how good he played this past year. He got a really good opportunity. Houston has Kevin Johnson coming back. You know, so maybe they allow Bouye to leave. But, boy, you'd hate to have a young guy that you develop so well to hit the open market. Their defense has a chance to be really good with or without him, with Watt coming back. And it sounds like you know he's on schedule. That's highly encouraging. Of course, they can do something at the quarterback position. I don't know if they will or not. And maybe you let him go and you use that money on Tony Romo or someone along that line. So who knows? But that one will be interesting, too. Uh, I would think the Giants want to retain Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, he played really well. I think he's learning how to better use that hand after the unfortunate accident. 
was injured at the end of the season. He can, he's coming off a franchise tag. As much as they value a front four, I think Pierre Paul's got to be really high on their priority list. As should Kevin Zeitler with the Bengals. Uh, their offensive line took a big, big step forward. Or backwards, I'm sorry. Uh, they're weak at the center position. They're weak at the right tackle position. Some of these rookies need to step up. Last thing they need is one of the people they can count on to leave. And Andrew Whitworth's up as well. I, I wonder if the Bengals step up and keep both these guys. Because their line could be really in the dumps if, if both of them leave. Or even if one of them leave. The Packers are prepared for this. TJ Lang is a free agent after the year. Uh, by the drafting of Spriggs, who's played some guard. He's more of a tackle than he is a guard. Um, but they have, you know, Balaga and Bakhtiari are locked up. And, you know, they just let Sitton go. I think Lang could hit the market. And if you're the Rams or one of the, you know, the Vikings or one of these really offensive needy teams, I think Lang would be a really good guy to target. I mean, he's a younger dude still. I really like his game. Pierre Garçon quietly had a pretty darn good season, too. And they drafted Josh Doxson. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's also a free agent. Can you count on Jordan Reed from an injury perspective? Crowder came on well. Uh, Vernon Davis is up in age. So I would bet he's on his way out and his foregone conclusion. But he played quite well this year. He's 30 years old. I mean, I would think, you know, stick him into England next year or something. He's still highly useful for sure. Um, I had mentioned the, the Ravens have a tough decision in Brandon Williams. They also have Ricky Wagner. You know, Wagner's a, a quality right tackle, and that's praise for today's NFL. You know, I mean, uh, quality right tackles do not grow on trees, and there are 20, 25 teams in the league that could use one. So uh, I'm curious the money he gets. I think it'll be quite a bit. The Patriots also have Martellus Bennett up for free agency. Only had him on a one-year deal. Um, considering Gronk's injury history, although Bennett was injured a lot this year too. I mean, in some ways he was disappointing, but I blame the injuries more. I don't know that he was ever 100% for the last 10 games or so. I would think you'd want to return, but it's also a really good tight end draft. I mean, maybe the Patriots use a first-round pick on a tight end. You know, imagine O.J. Howard there or something, you know, while Gronk mends and pair him with them. So I, I kind of feel like the Patriots hold the cards here. Maybe Bennett's not as exciting to the rest of the league as he would be to return to New England. Um, another guy that was franchised last year who played pretty well, I think, this season in a disastrous year for the Rams is Tremaine Johnson. He'll make big money somewhere, but can the Rams afford to lose Johnson and Jenkins in back-to-back -back years on a defense that... You know, I mean, for, for them to win games, it's based on their defense. Uh, I would think they'll try to keep them. But, man, I mean, I would be hesitant to, add, you know, spend monster money on Trumaine Johnson or Stephon Gilmore. I mean, those guys are good, but, man, corners, the corners get overpaid at times. I mentioned Terrell Pryor. He's in at 22. I think the Browns will try to retain him for sure. I think they will do their best to keep Collins and Pryor and probably get both done. Jabal Sheards at 23 with the Patriots. Uh, he's been kind of up and down. Um, I could see him hitting the market and maybe not getting as much as originally thought. Come back to New England. They, their pass rush needs upgraded for sure. I do like Trey Flowers. Um, I mentioned Whitworth. He's 35 years old, but boy, he's still really good. You know, you put him on a winner. I would think he'd love to get out of Cincinnati. <laughs> I mean, I think he, his wife, I think, tweeted something along those lines of the 
you know, just happy to get healthy, be healthy after this year. So we can test the market or something like that. I think she sent out on Twitter, but don't quote me. But I mentioned the Sean Jackson. He's a 25. I think the Redskins either bring back him or Garcon. Jackson's skill set's a little more unique, but what if he loses a step a year or two from now? You know, Garcon's probably more sustainable asset. Uh, Benny Logan at 26, quality player. He's done, you know, 4-3 run stuffer. I thought he played pretty well this year. He played in the 3-4-2. Not the ideal pass rusher, quality starter. Uh, Kenny Britt's coming off a good year. He's 27 on this list. You would think the Rams would want to keep their best receiver to grow with Goff. Um, he's a little younger than you thought, too. He came in the league at a very young age. Um, came into his own this year. Uh, again, a quality player. Tony Jefferson had a really good year for the Cardinals. Um, I kind of think he, in some ways he's a product of the system. They use him really well with his skill set, keep him near the line of scrimmage. Um, would every team do that? I don't know, but there is certainly a use for a dime linebacker type playmaker like Jefferson. And I've mentioned, you know, he's the third Cardinal we brought up, so on all on defense. That they're going to have some, someone's going to leave. I'm sure. Uh, the Lions would probably love to keep Larry War- Warford. I think he's become just a slightly above average starter, but at least it'd be nice to have some continuity with that line that they've invested a lot of draft picks in. And that goes for the guy right behind him on this list, too, and that's Riley Reef. Um, is he, do you pay him like a left tackle? Do you pay him like a right tackle? He's a quality player, not a star. But again, a lot of people would look at him as an upgrade. Uh, the Giants, I mentioned Pierre Paul is up. They also have Jonathan Hankins. They just paid massive money to his partner in crime, Harrison. I would bet Hankins hits the market, and he's, you know, what, third or fourth on this list of giant run-stuffing defensive tackles who could become available. First Cowboy we brought up is Barry Church. He's 32nd on John Clayton's list. Um, Having a really good year. You know, he's been pretty much a true strong safety, but having a really good year. Uh, Another safety hit in the market will be T.J. McDonald from the Rams. I mean, the Rams secondary has a chance to really be ripped apart from two years ago when it was really good. They could lose all four starters conceivably all through free agency. I mean, man, uh, I would think that's not an organization that people are super excited to hang around at either. Uh, The Raiders, Latavius Murray. You and I talk about him a lot. I'm not that big a fan. I like the, you know, Richard and Washington. I think they have roles going forward. But if I was the Raiders, man, I'd love to give me Leonard Fournette. You know, give me Cook. You know, I wouldn't pay this guy a ton of money. I mean, I think he hit a thousand yards this year and fine. I just think he's highly replaceable. I would not have a lot invested in my salary pie in in Latavius Murray. Sylvester Williams is also somewhat of a run stuffing type guy, former first round pick of the Broncos. Uh, their run defense was a problem this year. I think he was. I'm not sure that he's the problem or the solution to that. But, you know, you lose Malik Jackson last year. You lose inside linebackers need help. I mean, that interior triangle with or without Williams is going to need a lot of work of both defensive ends, the uh, nose tackle, and an inside linebacker. So he would add to that, you know, problem area if he were to leave. I'm curious what kind of money he would demand. 
All right, we got 15 more to buzz through in, in John's top 50, and we'll go pretty quick on these. I just want you to be familiar with these names. Some of them are pretty big-name guys. I mean, Luke, Luke Jokel from the Jags, I would think he moves on. You know, I mean, second overall pick. He's, is he a guard? Is he a tackle? Is he neither? Um, somebody will use him with the offensive line shortage. And I'm not saying he's a terrible player. He's just not up to the second overall pick standards. Um, he's had some injuries, too. Speaking of injuries... Packers, Eddie Lacy. <laughs> that's a tough one. You know, like I have a hard time saying, hey, Ty Montgomery, you're my you're my starting running back. Lacy's done some good things there. What if you tie, you know, tie, tie, tie me up with your ties, Ty. Uh, Ty Montgomery to Eddie Lacy. That could be a pretty quality backfield. I'm curious how much he would want. Um, remember when he came out of school, there was injury concerns about him as being a, how long can, of a career can he have? And he's, you know, he's had some injuries too, has weight issues too, but he's good. I mean, he's not a bad player. Uh, what about Eddie Lacy to Oakland? That's not so shabby. Zach Brown with the Bills. Zach Brown band. He, uh, he had a good year. Runs well. Uh, they signed him to a one-year deal. I would think he'll be a top priority to bring back. You know, to me, I'd rather, and especially if they want really active second-level defenders like the Panthers did. Uh, he fits that mold. He can run. He can hit. And protect them pretty well. Kenny Sills had a nice year with Miami. They drafted Levante Leonte Carew in the third round as a player I like. Um, Stills is more of a field stretcher than any of the guys they have, though. Uh I would think they'd be interested to bring him back as a deep ball threat, but I certainly would not break the bank for him. Uh, the first stealer on this list, well, second, Le'Veon Bell, but Lawrence Timmons, getting uh, up in age for sure, former first-round pick. He's played much better in the second half of the season than the first half. I thought he struggled last year. Um, I had thought the Steelers would pay him big money this year, let him be on his way, but maybe they bring him back and he comes back on a one-year deal at two, three million, something along those lines, and give another shot, you know, as a leader to this defense. Um, could see that. And doesn't mean you precludes you from drafting another one to try to bring along. And, and they also have Williams, who's a quality player. Shazier's the star there. Kevin Minter with the Cardinals, much more of a run stuffer. He's a good player. He's not great. Uh, low down the Cardinals' defensive free agent priority list, I would imagine. Lions need to do something about their pass rush. It was a real problem this year. Uh, Devin Taylor could be leaving. He's 42nd on this list. Uh, he's an okay so I think he's a good starter. I mean, a 4-3 player basically only. Pair him opposite Ansa. That's worked out pretty well for you over the last couple of years. Maybe draft somebody as well because that, that defense needs work. The pass rush needs work. Robert Woods, I think, is going to make pretty good money. He's 43rd on this list. Do the Bills keep him because they can't put a lot of faith in Watkins to stay healthy? I think the two of them would complement each other well. They're both pretty young, obviously. Woods only 24 years old. So uh, I would imagine Buffalo wants to keep him around. They had some, you know, experimented with some other guys, and they weren't horrible. But he's a number two, you know, wide receiver this league. Good player, uh, and I think he's getting a little better. Uh, Logan Ryan's is 44. Logan Ryan is 44 on John's list. I'm surprised he's not higher. Played really well this past week. He's been up and down throughout the season. Butler's the guy that's the more expensive, the more sought after of the two corners. 
Um, but Ryan's the taller guy. They also brought in Eric Rowe. I think Ryan will make pretty good money, even if, especially if he hits the open market, which I would bet he does. Uh, Manti Teo from the Chargers. I like their inside linebackers without him. You know, Brown and Perryman. I would imagine they let him test the market. Curious who would... I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. I mean, he's just an interesting guy. I mean, I'm curious who would be beating down the door for Manti Teo. I mean, would he be a... Would people pay him as a well above average starter? I don't know. I don't know. I think Mike Glennon's going to make a lot of money. Uh, he's 46 on this list, but he'll be way more sought after than that. Um, many teams will be in the market for you know that that backup quarterback who they're intrigued with, who's flashed, and he has tools, and he's a big, strong arm guy. Uh, I would imagine there's no way he comes back to Tampa. Morris Claiborne, former first round pick, former early first round pick, he's 47th on John's list. He had a really good year. I mean, it's the best year he's probably had as a pro. He can play zone. He can play man. Um, I would think somebody's in the market for him. Someone that loved him coming out of LSU. Watched this last year's tape and says, okay, that's kind of the guy we thought he would be coming out of school. I would think Dallas will be pretty darn interested in keeping him, though. I mean, that secondary is pretty good. But do you value Church more than you do Claiborne if you're Dallas? I think that's close. I mean, strong safeties are easier to find. I would think Washington absolutely needs to keep Chris Baker. I think he's their best defensive lineman. I think that's the area of the team that needs addressed the most is their run defense. That triangle inside linebacker slash D-line, I would be. I, I think there's a really good chance their first-round picks with D-lineman. But I think you got to keep Baker. I, I think that has to be a high priority for them after you deal with the, the cousin situation. Prince of Mucamara played pretty well for the Jags. He'll be a number two guy opposite Ramsey. They have some other options in that secondary. They have money. I think they you do your best to keep him around. Uh, I know he's had some injury history, but he's a quality player too. He has size. It'd be a pretty, it's a pretty formidable group of corners. I think Ramsey's going to be a star. Maybe you draft a safety. But Jacksonville's D looks pretty de- pretty decent. And then John's last guy is Kyle Juszczyk, fullback from the Ravens. There are some teams out there using fullbacks more and more. That doesn't mean you're going to pay for them, though. <laughs> I mean, they're not that hard to find. Uh, he is much more than just a hammerhead blocker, though. He does a lot of different things. Um, I would think they'd like to bring him back, but who knows what the new system thinks of all that. So I hope that wasn't too lengthy for you, but I just wanted to give you a familiarity with the top names to know that could be leaving teams via free agency. So tomorrow we'll talk draft. Take care. Over and out. Support for this podcast comes from NetSuite. NetSuite lets you see what's going on with your business in real time, from accounting to order management and much more. You've outgrown your business management software. Let NetSuite help. Go to netsuite.com slash podcast to get your free guide and find out why NetSuite is a leading business management solution for growing companies. Get up and running fast with NetSuite.